welcome to Kitchen Table Netrunner. I'm Tristan. I'm Nicole. So, what? You're looking at me. Go on. You obviously I have something you want to do. say. Okay. It's difficult to jump into Netrunner. We tried doing that. I mean, we did it, but it was not an easy task. We had to kind of cobble together a plan. Right. And then it like ended <laughs> pretty much when we found it. Maybe we killed Netrunner. I don't. I don't. I didn't. <laughs> so we're not the only people who've had that experience and who understand that there are so many challenges in that Nisei understands and that's why they came out with gateway which is here you look surprised i'm not surprised i agree <laughs> also all of our readers would know that we are not the best netrunner players we're I mean, still in the beginning sections of netrunnering. I, I won am. an event. You did. You did. And Thank I placed in the upper half of another event. That's right. Okay. Yes. You are You are climbing the ladder. I am still firmly at the bottom. So I'm extra excited about Gateway to sort of like reinvigorate my love for netrunner. Okay. So changes are coming. Yeah. Can I tell you about... A letter we got? Sure. Someone gave us this feedback. It says, Hello, KTN. I wanted to give you some feedback and tell you a bit about my Netrunner experience. From hearing your first episode, it sounds like we both got into the game about the same time and in the same way. I had only played ANR a couple times before I collected the entire collection. When I heard it was being canceled, I rushed to get everything. Just like we did. Yeah, that was the next day. Most of my play experience had come from first-time players, including my son, who is my regular opponent. When I discovered your podcast, I thought it was something that would mirror my experience with ANR. Two players playing at the kitchen table and discovering the game by moving their way through unopened data packs. In fact, my son and I are starting off with using only the original core set and terminal directive to make decks and learn the nuances of the game. When I heard you mention Mandatory Rotation, Genteki.net, and Tournament Play, I realized that your podcast was moving beyond the kitchen table into something bigger. In your most recent episode, you compared your podcast to other ANR podcasts. I've listened to those other podcasts, but I always felt they didn't address my experiences. I doubt I'll ever play in a tournament, and unfortunately, game stores in my area see Netrunner as that dead card game we don't play anymore. As for me and my son, we'll play through Terminal Directive, then move on to another limited card pool. Maybe we'll play one cycle at a time, or maybe use only the core set and the deluxe sets for a while. But we won't be striving to place better in tournaments or debating continuing rules changes. Now for my feedback. I feel like your podcast no longer reflects the experiences of a couple playing a casual game with each other, but has instead moved more into that competitive arena. Unfortunately, I can't relate to that, because for me, ANR will most likely remain a two-player game. That's not to say I don't enjoy the podcast, because I do. At some point, I may collect the continuing product put out by Nisei, but only when it reaches a point where the original ANR cards are no longer needed. Thanks for all the work you do to produce your podcast, and congratulations on its success. So, what do you want to say? So, first of all, I see it as kind of existential criticism against the direction the podcast has been taking in that being like hey 
we're just like the other podcasts, except we're not as good at Netrunner, and we don't have as many cool guests or help you get better. It's kind of a bad place to be. Okay. So that said, I think that the, the flip side of it is, it is probably impossible to make a podcast on an ongoing basis for a fixed, limited card pool, right? Okay. That's not something you can do for episode upon episode, right? Okay, I'm following. Is this what we want to record and put out there? What do you mean? Just like, so this person gave me feedback and they're dumb. Well, I wanted to get that first part out of the way because I just wanted to kind of cut to a point where like, I think anything in this realm is like, yes, the podcast may not relate to you precisely to anyone who might listen, but there are many people that the podcast cannot relate to because it's a podcast, right? It's not like a one-off article or something about the game. It's like, this is a living audio document about a living card game, right? So that's, that's one piece. But I was planting the seeds of the idea that this note dramatically changed my feelings about what we should be doing. Because like I said, doing the same thing as other podcasts, but without swearing and less well is not a good niche. And so being more focused on a beginner, casual, returning player experience and taking that as like our area of expertise, I think is really valuable. That's space that isn't otherwise well explored because the people who are super into Netrunner enough to pour time into making a podcast tend to be good. Some of them are very, very good. And so I think that it helped clarify what the essence of what makes us special is and how we have in some ways let that slide toward or like kind of slouched in the direction of podcast status quo of talking about what the other people talk about and chasing the what like a quote normal podcast should cover if that makes sense yeah so i think that this letter that we received was really great because it did it helped us re-examine i mean we were feeling a little bit like what do we really have to offer the netrunner community you right. know like we're not we're not experts and we don't have as deep of a like critical thinking at this point in our netrunner experience that some of the other people have and so what are we really adding and so i what i really took away from this this feedback was that what we have is valuable and that is we have the beginner's perspective we have the new perspective we have the like oh my gosh i just came into this thing you know i don't necessarily know all of the jargon and the way to think about this and so embracing that and really like going forward to that I think embracing that 
Leaning in. Leaning in. Yes, I think leaning in is a great place for us to be. And Nisei is making that all the more easy by putting out Gateway and giving us this opportunity. I mean, not just us, but like giving Netrunner this opportunity to reach people that maybe it hasn't been able to reach before. And I, I understand that like there are other aspects, you know, of wanting to go and play in tournaments and and not lose, which... I aspire to. Uh, but <laughs> you won one game at nationals. <laughs> yeah. So there, I think there's room for both of those things. But I think for if we're in our lives, but I think as a podcast, we have a unique ability and opportunity to really showcase beginners. And so I like this is our time. We've talked about it, and this is our time to transition from what we're going to consider with season one right? The whole, like, all the previous episodes to our podcast and move into season two, which is going to be focused on beginners and gateway and really, like, creating some resources for people who want to, like, get back into Netrunner, get into Netrunner, and and supporting those people. Yeah. So let me ask you a quick question about what you just said. Because you said, like, we have something unique to offer, which is the beginner's perspective. But I don't feel like you can even claim to have a beginner's perspective on that road anymore, right? Like you have a certain flavor of smoke deck that you like, and you've played it against most different core archetypes and stuff. So what what do you mean by that? I still remember what it was like when we first started Netrunner and trying to like understand and figure it all out. We watched that Team Covenant video and we really were trying to understand the basic mechanics of Netrunner and how it worked. And we've also tried to like help some people. We had our friend, we taught a couple friends how to play. One played in a couple tournaments. Um, We've worked on a couple of our kids, you know? And so I think that, that we have that and we've talked about other ways where we can like reach out to, to a wider audience of people with, with it. And so I think that just, the fact that we've gone through a lot of that and more so for me than for you, yes, I have played, but I haven't really progressed. I'm just playing more than like thinking and strategizing, right? Like if you're playing a game of chess, you know how to move each piece and you know like the basic objective of the game, but that doesn't make you a good chess player. Right. And so I think I'm still there. So I might have some of these things and that might be able to like act, I guess we could act as like a bridge. Sure. Okay. I think that was really my, my favorite part of that response was talking about how we're, we're still connected to new players. And so we're still hearing that experience, even if we're not directly feeling it ourselves every day. That's, that's really cool. Okay. So like Nicole said, this is our announcement that season one is coming to a close and we're starting season two, which will be focused on the new player experience and on limited formats. The things that people do before they try out standard in this, the full standard card pool. Yeah. So we'll be talking about gateway. We'll be talking about system update. We'll be talking about startup at some point. Mm hmm. And then, and then moving, you know, like it's not yeah. just like these things in a silo, but like, so you start here with like the gateway to starter decks, right? And then yep. you're able to like work your way up and to the point where you can start seeing like, oh, okay, so I'm looking at various pieces of hardware, you know, how would I choose between like these four different kinds? Yep. So 
Sorry, I couldn't just name off four. That's okay. Random ones. There's See, some new this ones. Is, this is yeah. the thing too. Like, but yeah. So I mean, how do I? How do I decide? Like, kind of getting into some of the the thinking, and we don't have all of the answers for that. And so hopefully we'll be able to pull in some of that from the Netrunner community as well as right. we go throughout it. But just sort of working with people and building it up, and definitely going through all those steps and all those processes, and just taking it from I know nothing about Netrunner to I feel confident that I could play Netrunner at a GNK or a store champ. Yeah, I think one person I want to call out as being a really good role model for me on this, I I mean, I always have to say something nice about Sanjay when we're saying things, but that's not actually what I'm talking about. We do like Sanjay a lot. Yeah, and he just, he really likes it when we talk about him during the show. Man's got good taste. Yeah, but Andre from Metropole Grid. He's good at the game. He knows how to play. He's got deep strategic insight, but he also has the ability not only to, like he recently did a video where he took two people playing, I think core decks against each other, and then looked at the replay and commentated on how you'd want to play it. And so like, it was like a step beyond absolute beginner, right? So mm-hmm. these people know how to play and he's like, hey, here's a thing, a consistent mistake that you're making and here's why it's going to affect you. So I think that one of the things that's really incredible is when you listen to him stream, he'll first of all read every comment that anyone puts in while he's streaming and be enthusiastic about it. He's like, oh, cool. Thanks. Oh, glad you're here. Right. Like after it's so like that level of engagement and just like positive energy but then he can talk about really basic stuff right like not planning out your whole turn as a corp right and so like when the corp is drawing last click and then oh if you knew that you would have drawn that you could have made a better play all that kind of stuff but like being able to explain that and not be condescending at all and just like this is where this person's at and here's the next piece of information you need i think so i think that's that's something that i really aspire to in as we move into season two So as we wind down season one, what are some of your favorite memories of specific moments or things that we did that you want to keep alive in season two? Or what's special to you about what we did so far as we tie a bow on it? I think going to Worlds and doing all those like little mini interviews was pretty awesome. Okay, you took mine. (laughs) And so, okay. I like our little banters, though. We talk about some strange things. Sometimes. Most of it gets cut. I know, but then you put it in the bloopers. And so there's some pretty good stuff. Okay. okay. So I want to say, I think perfect example of the world's interview and our specific brand, right? Because we interviewed Pencil after mm-hmm. he won, mm-hmm. but also we interviewed Beckett. Yeah. And so like, that's, that's just someone who plays the game joyfully, was 13 at the time and was really good, not in terms of making the cut at Worlds, but competing at Worlds, being competitive, and just bringing like a unique joie de vivre to the game. Yeah. The other thing that we did early on that fell by the wayside, and I feel like we need to commit to bringing it back. Nope. Is... Singing? No, that never stopped. You never stopped. <laughs> dad jokes. Netrunner dad ah, jokes. Ah, yes, yes. Well, you got to keep up on that. I know. I, I mean, I realize that's, first of all, 100% my responsibility. Secondly, there's a brand new card pool to work with. Oh, well, good. You can't wait to hear what you got coming. Dad jokes were so fun. Yep. So, yep. 
That's exactly like we lost what made us special. We we let go of it a little bit. Well, you're not because season two is going to bring a restart back to basics. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to say we're also exploring ways that Kitchen Table Netrunner can be a resource for good for new and returning players, casual players, people looking to get better from kind of a low, lower stage beyond podcasting. And we'll figure out what that looks like and let you know via this podcast. Yeah, we have a lot of plans. Plans is generous. We have a lot of great ideas. We also have a lot of kids and, you know, Tristan has a full-time job and things to take care of. So they may not all come to pass, but we're definitely going as all in as we can on this. Yep. All right. So let's do it. I'd love to. All right. Season two, here we come. And we definitely need a new catchphrase for season two. You don't like playing that runner? It's so lazy. <laughs> it's like the worst possible. The worst possible? I mean, just say, like... You can come up with a lot No, no, it would be worse. Like, go shoplift would be worse, right? That doesn't even make sense. Well, that's... Uh, right. Playing that runner makes sense. Right. we're encouraging people to play Netrunner. Right. That's what I'm saying. Encouraging people to shoplift would be worse than encouraging them to play Netrunner. I agree, but who would come up with that for a Netrunner podcast? <sighs> okay. So we'll talk about it. I'm willing to say it one more time for you, though. Right. So, play Gateway. It's out now. Look for us. I'm LSTM. I'm Cone11. You can email us at... KitchenTableNetrunner at gmail.com. And... And find us on everything. Find uh, us on everything. Yeah. We have Discord, a Discord. Slack. You can hang out with us on it if you want. Yeah. I don't actually know how that works. But we have all these things. And we're on the Facebook. And we're in the Portland meta. So, I mean, I suppose you're not traveling right now. But at any point when you are, look us up. Because we would super love to do that kind of thing. That was another top moment. I hate, like, not closing it. But... When Ian came That's from right. England that and was, was in Portland, so fun. and we picked him up and like made a fake, we just had like meet, a fun night, yeah. And and we all met, and then we interviewed him, and that was fun. And yeah. he said that the new website would be up soon, and here we are, two years later, and it's finally up, <laughs> and it's really good now. Yeah. Well, I think okay. So yeah, I guess my big like is I we've met so many really cool people. And it's yeah. really fun, from my perspective, it's really fun to be a part of the community. Okay. I so, love the community. Yes. I feel like that was really what the podcast did, was it took two people who were not good at Netrunner, and it meant that we got, like, the Netrunner ins and contacts and conversations and friends that it requires you to be good at Netrunner to get. Like, we cut well, the good at line. Netrunner and good at being, like... Social, right? So instead of instead of being social, we're like, oh, we have a microphone and we have this thing that we're doing. That's right. So thank you for humoring us. Yeah, we we're happy. Okay, so see you in season two. Until then, make sure play Netrunner. Play Netrunner. All right. Uh, also, I just want to point out that when you said we're going to record a 10-minute video and I said, well, plan for it to take about three times as long, 
I was pretty much right on the money. They won't know that because I'll cut it down. And I know. Seem like it's only twice but as long. you will know, and you can feel the Nicole is right. Nicole is always right. Good rule of thumb. Yep. 